0: Hey everyone, my name is Dave Nixon, and welcome to another episode of the Peak and Flow podcast. Today I'm going to talk about a really simple yet beautiful concept around this idea of our North Star. So if you're not familiar with the term, your North Star, what it's really, or your True North, what it's really pointing to is that we have this inner compass that tells us what our personal True North is. So my True North would look different to your internal compass and your True North, and so on and so forth. And this is where if we're able to stay uh, true to that, our own personal true north, then we're walking to the beat of our own drum, we're being able to live a life that we're going to be living. This is the authenticity that a lot of people speak about and so forth, which is great. What we're going to do today is offer a slight variation in how we perceive this from this idea of, the. here's my statement, my belief, my mantra, my my mission from this static statement to something that is really beautifully dynamic unfolding and forever offering you something different yet is still guiding and what we're going to be doing is moving from a statement to a question so instead of a north star belief right a north star guiding statement or mission we're going to move to a north star question now the reason why we're doing this is that what is important is that we're mindful and careful of the statements that become static and so people end up living by these values but the question worth considering is do they have those values or do those values have them and the reason why is because if the person is living in line with their values that's great but when do they set those values and when do we update them Because the values that you are probably living with now, I'm assuming you probably had different values 10 years ago. When did they update? How did they update? Did you know you updated them or did things change and that you just started seeing things differently, but you're not really sure how you did that or how it happened to you maybe? The key thing with this is that as we mature and grow up it means that we're constantly waiting for all these other external events to occur for us to change how we end up seeing the world we can flip that around and we can actually start changing our internal dialogue we can become aware of the beliefs we can become aware of the values the goals our true north and really start to make decisions of how we're choosing to to have that true north now if you're not familiar with the term true north what we're really looking at is imagine that you have a personal compass and your true north is you being authentic to what you have decided your true north to be and when you start to go east west or south then you're no longer aligned with your values your true north and so forth so all we're offering here is a shift from a true north statement to a true north question now the reason why the true north question is so powerful is because it's no longer static As you grow and mature and evolve, you will start to have different answers to the same question. So this beautiful thing around this True North question is that it doesn't have to shift and change too much, although as you become more resourceful, you start to actually become more succinct and simple in the questions, funnily enough, yet the questions become more resourceful, you actually are able to draw resourcefulness out of you. This is the thing is that we don't lack resources. Now, there's context to that, but hear me out. We don't lack resources. What we lack is resourcefulness. Are we even maximizing the resources we have available around us and within us? If we're not doing that, but we're complaining about the lack of resources around us, then there's a chance that we're not leaning on our actual resources that we have available to us right now. So therefore, we're not even being resourceful with what we have access to right now. And so, when we ask resourceful questions, what that allows us to do is to start really leaning on the wisdom, the inner wisdom, and the inner resources from within, which has usually been given to us from all of those people around us that we either we met or we haven't met because we've read their books or we've watched their videos or we've talked to them on the street or their friends or friends or maybe their family members. Either way, our ability to have some beautiful True North questions allows us to be able to continue to mature and guide and have flexibility through our own maturation and our own unfolding. So what could a True North question be? Well, I've written down a few of them for you that came up for me. This was literally me spending 30 seconds to a minute just writing a few down. I would highly encourage that you set some time aside, and it doesn't have to be that long and write one to 30 on a sheet of paper and start writing down questions. Now, there is a really good podcast that Tim Ferriss did on the 17 questions that changed his life. You should listen to them. They're pretty powerful questions. On top of that, some other questions worth considering are what's called Cartesian questions. They're really, really beautiful, and they're mind-bending in a really weird way, but they're phenomenal. I would highly encourage you to look at both Tim Ferriss, 17 questions that changed his life, and the Cartesian questions, there's four of them. I'll have a couple of questions at the end of this for you too. But either way, this is what I came out with. What am I not valuing? So what am I valuing, but what am I not valuing? This is The important of this is that it's allowing me to see from a different perspective, what are the things that are actually occurring and true around me that I'm not actually valuing? We can go further and go, why am I not valuing that? But what am I not valuing? Instead of what am I valuing? The question is, what am I overvaluing? An example of that for me recently, and I think I mentioned this in a previous podcast, that I overvalued relationships, undervalued tasks. Now, that fundamentally shows up in my identity compass. If you're not familiar, the identity compass is a tool that we use um, within our coaching that shows the value that people hold upon subjective Patterns of thinking. Uh, What Arne, the developer of the identity compass, calls them is what's called a cognitive intention. So you can think of something like global detail. Someone that leans more into global, someone that leans more into detail, someone that's more internally referenced, someone that's more externally referenced. These are different types of cognitive intentions. And so when we ask a question, what am I overvaluing? And I talk about relationship, it actually shows up in the identity compass as well. And it can actually show that I'm overvaluing relationship over task. And that can get in the way of me really achieving what I want to achieve, but also what it can do if I'm not careful in this example, is that I start to overvalue and maybe think for the other person, even though they may actually want the task to be completed, but I'm overvaluing the relationship, not the task, therefore, even though my intention is relationship, I'm actually losing it. This is a beautiful and messy and murky, but fundamentally powerful way of us to be able to see ourselves and and our positive intentions behind our cognitive intentions right behind our patterns of thinking because it allows us to see why am i doing that what's that on behalf of see through it and then start to really move through and grow up now that, that's 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 a beautiful thing there's nothing immature around growing up it's not it's not a payout it's actually growing up until the day you die it's a continue unfolding it doesn't mean you can't be youthful it means that you're not young there's a difference between being young or acting young and acting youthful very different so What am I not valuing? What am I overvaluing? What advice would 80-year-old me give me? What advice would 80-year-old me give me? What advice would 40-year-old me give me? Go ahead, 10 years, 15, 20 years, whatever the case might be. What advice would that person give you? What advice would the universe give me? In my current circumstance, if I could zoom out and see from the universe, what advice would the universe give me? Now, this isn't the universe as in some sort of subjective overarching being. I'm saying the universe in the sense of when I look at everything as a whole through time and space, what advice, what comes up for me, what wisdom comes up for me? What do I know to be true in my heart of hearts? Given the situation, the circumstance, what do I know to be true in my heart of hearts? What things am I reacting to that I don't know to be true? What are the things that, are, that I'm struggling with that I'm even not even sure of? I haven't spoken to the person or I haven't actually taken any action to it. Or I don't know if it's actually possible. What do I know to be true in my heart of hearts? What's the next step? It's another question. What's the next step in relation to your circumstance? What's the next step? What comes up for you for that question? If you don't know, who do I need to speak to? That's the follow-up question. What's the next step? I'm not sure. Who do I need to speak to? This is you becoming more resourceful. Can you see that? So it's like, I don't know what the next step is. Who have you spoken to to find that out? Well, I haven't spoken to anyone yet because I don't know what it is. Right, so who is someone that has achieved what you're trying to achieve that you could either read or read from or gain access to and learn from? Does anyone come to mind? Right, what would it take for you to reach out to that person or someone similar to be able to get advice based upon your current situation? So this is us becoming more resourceful. Other question is, what do you have in your life now that you once wished for? Another question, what have you had in your life the whole time that you took for granted or you never counted? Questions that allow us to see what we're overvaluing that allow us to see through our subjectivity. That allow us to see what we're completely missing. Fundamentally, we're helping grow us up because it's allowing us to see everything over time, all perspectives, all points of view, first, second, third, fourth, and beyond. And in doing so, starting to see where we are overvaluing that, where that's getting in the way. And from there, we can start to really choose. We can be intentional about how we're showing up, communicating, making decisions, um, where we're putting our attention. And we start to become aware of the things that come up for us when we're not at our best. And what's that on behalf of? And what do I need to do to be able to get back on track? I'm no longer at my true north. What's that about? What am I afraid of? And given that team, I'm going to leave you there. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you did, it would mean the world to me if you'd pass on to someone else that you think would also enjoy this podcast. You can find out about uh, retreats, coaching, my book, events everything in the show notes check it out otherwise that's me done i'm out until next time peace and pizza i'll see you soon